We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The manager of the Yankees, as we get ready to open the season, which we will on Thursday, is Aaron Boone. Aaron, welcome. How are you? I'm good. How you doing, Mike? I'm going fine. You ready to go? Yeah, you know, you've had a bunch of you know injuries to annoy you during the spring, but uh, it's a long process. You you're, you're ready for the start of the year? Yeah, I, I think we are. We're, we've I feel like had a good spring. Obviously, a couple of the injuries, you know, you talk about. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think the good news on it is that we're going to avoid some long term situations with all of them. I mean, it's been pretty good news overall, and. Um, you know, feel like the guys that are, are ready to go have all had, you know, a, a good spring, a good workload balance with not, you know, wearing them out too much. And I feel like for the most part, uh, the guys are, are ready to get this thing going. All right. Hicks, uh, how long do you expect to be without him? Do you, can you put a number on it yet or not really? <clears throat> not really. Cause he hasn't started back on baseball activities, but he is, um, I actually spoke with him about an hour ago. He's down to Tampa. He, I feel like we're finally gaining momentum as far as it being out of there. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, maybe by this weekend he's doing baseball activities and then it can start to go fast from there. So I don't think it's going to be really long, but then again, you know, when it first happened, I thought it was going to be a day-to-day situation. Gotcha. So I do feel like we're moving in the right direction. How much at the start of the year will you play guardian center? And on days he doesn't play center, what are you going to do? So <clears throat> I'll play guardy regularly in center, um, you know, and, and until, until Hicks is back, I think okay. he'll get So just guardy will pretty much play every day? Guardy will pretty much play every day. Now, okay. Talkman you know, we feel, we feel good about as our fourth outfielder right now. So he'll, right. he'll spell, he'll spell guardian for that matter. You know, if, if it, you know, sometime in the first couple of weeks, if I give Stanton or, or judge a day, he can play um, all three out there. Gotcha. And, and you're going to play Stanton a lot and left. Stanton will play a lot and left, uh, especially early. Yes. Uh, what's your plan uh, as far as the guys at first base? How, how are you going to play that? Um, well, they're both they're both going to play. So you're going to uh, play them both together a lot, like, like where yeah. against a righty bird may uh, play first and Voidal DH kind of thing. Exactly. Okay. Um, you know, I think they're going to be they're both be part of that mix along with like DJ Lemayhew, where right. you know they're they're basically playing almost every day. Um, you know, would probably initially you know Birdie be out of there against, against a lefty, lefty. right? Um, you know, you, you spell Voight here and there, LeMahieu's going to bounce around all over the place and, and just kind of lay it out matchup wise, trying to keep everyone playing regularly, um, while also taking advantage of a day off here and there. If, uh, if, uh, if you have a lefty on a mound and you have, uh, Voight and LeMahieu in the lineup, who gets first and who gets DH? Does LeMahieu ever get DH or is it, he gets the glove and Voight gets the DH? Yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't DH. DJ, okay. unless it was a unique situation, okay. just because his versatility, I'd always want to keep that. Is he a field. good first baseman too? Yeah, he'll be okay. he'll be fine over there. Okay, I've never seen him play first much, but he's a good first baseman too. I'm sure, right? 
Well, yeah, I mean, he, you know, he hasn't had a ton of reps. Right, but he's just a good fielder, that's all. So, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, we feel good about where he's at there. You know, I had Aaron on the other day, and he did, he said he was a little concerned about Torres going back and forth. Now, uh, uh, you, know, you uh, can chime in on this as a guy who played a lot of infield, too. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's an issue, him going back and forth and playing short one day and second the next? Uh, you know what? I feel better about it every day. Okay. You know? Um you know, we had this conversation very early in the winter with him, and he was he was gung ho about it. I think he was excited about it to get, because short is kind of where he's played coming up through the system and where he's played kind of his whole life. And to see him do it, obviously only in spring training, but we we kind of fifty fifty them. We played he played quite a bit of short, quite a bit of second, and really thrived defensively in spring. I, th- I thought he looked really good at shortstop, even better than I thought he looked last year. His his routine that he's kind of developed, depending on where he's playing, um, has been really good. Um, he and he and Carlos Mendoza have developed a really good routine, and I think he's really kind of wrapped his arms around the idea of going back and forth, and I think it's something he's looking forward to, and I, I think he'll absolutely be able to handle it. Okay, no issue there then. Okay, Tulewitzki, uh, is it going to be not back-to-back days, uh, not three days in a row? Is there a plan, or is it just going to be day-to-day? You'll figure out what you're going to do with him. You know, it'll be a day-to-day. It's actually one of the things I've kind of been looking at today is kind of in in my head and even getting down on paper a little bit, getting ahead of of you know how we match up and right. how I want to rotate guys a little bit. So certainly it, it won't be every day. Right. Um, he's going to play opening day. You could see him off Saturday and then back back in there Sunday, Monday with an off Tuesday. So it, you know, best case scenario probably initially is kind of a two out of three, three out of four, three out of five, um, and we'll just kind of monitor and and see how we're doing and. and in you know with 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 LeMahieu, the ability to bounce around guys you know you can kind of get aggressive with what matchups you like and also making sure we're we're being smart about not overdoing uh too low out of the gate the two guys we don't know uh LeMahieu and Tulowitzki and we're talking to Aaron Boone of course as the Yankees get ready to open on Thursday what are you thinking about lineup-wise for the two of them, where you park them? I mean, is uh, are you thinking anything specific, or it doesn't really matter? Or are you looking at one of them at the top and one not? I mean, uh, how, how have you figured out as far – let's talk about Tulowitzki. Where, do you right. think about where you think you're going to hit Tulowitzki in the lineup? I, I think I'll probably hit Tulo down at the bottom. Okay, and what about – is LeMayo up, up top? LeMayo – Against righties, when he's in there, I would think we'd have him at the bottom. Okay. And then against lefties, I could see myself leading them off. Leading them off. Okay. Um, I thought that might be possible against lefties. So yeah. you'll, you'll lead off Gaudi against righties and lead off LeMayu against lefties. Yeah. That's, okay. That, that could happen. I could see that. Okay. That makes sense. And Tula will be down the lineup a little bit. Yes. Anything different with the young guys, Andahar and, and Torres, as far as where you're going to hit them, or is it going to be like last year? No, I think, you know, anywhere from kind of the middle to, you know, I've been hitting Miggy, you know. Are you going to hit Judge too? I'll hit Judge second. Okay. Miggy's been hitting mostly fifth this spring when we've had our full guys out there. Glaber kind of in that seventh range. So, you know, I could see both of those guys kind of hitting anywhere between fifth and seventh sort of uh, in there with kind of Gary is how I see it. And, and on the days Bird's in there. Um, you know, I could see Bird being in that five-six spot just to kind of split up, split up yeah. all our righties. 
And would you use Hicks to split up uh, Judge and Stanton when you get rolling if Gaudy's batting first, or do you don't really care? Possibly, but I still envision once Hicks comes back, him being our leadoff hitter. Okay. Um, But if, you know, if if Gaudy's, if I feel like we're, we're, I'm not overusing Gaudy and able to spell him when Hicks comes back, especially against left-handed pitching, but Gaudy's really doing his thing at the top, then then it is something where I might go with Hicks in the middle of the lineup as that switch hitter. But I, I think my long-term intention is, is probably that Hicks would be our leadoff. Guy. And you're going to bat Judge, too, pretty much every day. Yeah. Okay. And Judge, I mean, he's scary. I mean, let's be honest. He's, the guy's scary. Uh, he could. I mean, he's hit, what, six home runs this spring at least. I don't know, maybe more. Yeah. He, I, you know. He's, yeah. I mean, he's had a great spring. He had a great winter, you know, different from last winter. Where he's he's going to be a great player. He's a great He's yeah. gonna, He's going to be one of the best players in baseball real fast. Yeah, and he's he's got that, you know, the, that other great ones do. They're not really ever satisfied. They're always kind of tweaking. And having a healthy winner where he's able to really kind of work on some things that he wanted to work on and then come into spring training and, and apply them and get the results he's looking for, um, I, we're pretty excited about where Aaron's at right now. Talking about Aaron Boone as we uh, get ready to start the season. Hicks will be out. Gordy will be the everyday center fielder. Stan will be in left. Judge in right. Batting two. We get through everybody in the lineup. Tulowitzki at short. You'll have uh, Torres go back and forth. You have the two guys at first uh, along with LeMayu. So that's your Yankee team with Andohar, of course, at third. The starting pitching. Your guys you uh-huh. have right now. Tell me where you think Tanaka, Happ, and Paxson are. I think uh, I think they're all ready to go. Uh, Tanaka had a good spring, uh, had a really good last cleanup um, the other day where he was really sharp, um, so feel good about where he's at. Paxton, Paxton looked dominant this spring. In fact, you know, look, we knew we were getting a, a guy with tremendous stuff, and, and we've seen the no-hitter before and, and just the upside that he, that he brings. But he was he was – dominant and overwhelming on most of his starts this spring and actually in his last start um the other day in in fort myers against against the twins it was actually the least stuff he's had and he pitched really well you know he went to 90 pitches went into the sixth inning and really pitched it was really encouraging to see because he didn't have his necessarily his dominant stuff i mean he was still 93 to 95 um you know that that fastball that plays up even more but he pitched too and he had his backdoor slider going and and he kind of cruised through uh without his dominant stuff and that was really good to see but he's ready to go half through the minor league game the other day he got into the sixth inning so they've all been built up pretty well and um feel good about where those three guys are heading in all right uh before i get to the pen four uh, i mean you're going to use five first time around or you're going to use four and skip uh and if you are going to use five who's going to be on the back end yeah so tanaka will make because we have the off day after uh the first game we'll bring tanaka back in game five but we'll need a fifth starter in game six okay so the plan is that herman will um make that start on game four right now if there's a chance we could go with an opener situation just depends how we use our pen you thinking the of doing first, that are you thinking of doing that opener stuff it, you, you might you, you it, might do it huh it's possible but okay. i wouldn't say even likely okay um but it's we'll kind of see how the first three days play out and then but herman's ready to go in that four spot and then in 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 the sixth game our plan is at that point we'll put cc on the dl because he's going to start on the 
on the team serving his five-game suspension. Loisaga will come up and replace CC and make that start on the sixth, okay. sixth game. So Ramon in game four and Loisaga in game six. How is Patances yeah. right now? He's good. Uh, I, I actually just was texting with him a little while ago. He, he had a second day of throwing up to 90 feet. He says he feels really good. So I think I think the little break in the action, you know, for you know five or six days there where he didn't throw, I think probably uh, was beneficial. Um, so he should be he he and hopefully Sevy will be back up on the mound by the weekend and uh, feel like they're moving both moving in the right direction. Uh, I mean, you, you, this looks like a and let's be honest, this looks like a terrific team. I know you've had a couple injuries with Severino and obviously Hicks, uh, but. This team, with the depth in your pen, with your rotation, with obviously your incredible power, uh, the guys you added. I know Didi's not there, but you got Tulowitzki to cover. You got Torres there. You got Lemayu. Um, you have you got a really good ba- uh, baseball team you're, you're managing this year. I mean, the over under on your team is 97 wins, which is a lot. I mean, that's a very high number for for them to open up with a 97. That's a very high number. The highest I've ever seen the Yankees is 98. For for uh, even in the middle of their dynasty, 98 was the highest. So 97, there is high expectations. How do you feel about your team? I feel great about our team. Um, you know, obviously, you got to manage through these these injuries a little bit early, but. Like you said, I mean, we feel like we've built a team that can cover uh, these kind of things, and we feel like we're deep. We feel like we have some really good moving parts. Um, you know, the, the LeMahieu versatility that he's shown, I think, is something that's hopefully going to allow us to kind of have a good, solid rotation. Where How has Tulo Whiskey looked? How has Tulo Whiskey looked? Good. He yeah. looks like Tulo in the field. I yep. mean, he's he's the way I, watching him play defense. It's just like. He was he's so at home out at shortstop. He plays it such a unique way where right. he's, he's on the run a lot. You he know, likes to make that throw on the run. Yeah, he likes that. He really yeah, does. Yeah. But he's so at home out there. Like yep. it's hey, he, he was a great, great player. I mean, let's great be honest. Player. He was a great player. He was a top of the top of the sport player, no question. Yeah, and and you know, and he had results offensively. You know, he you know hit some homers in spring. Um, you know, struggled a little bit in the middle of spring training, but I think that that has to do more with just kind of finding his timing and, and you know dealing with high end velocity and not playing for basically a year and a half. So um, you know there could be some bumps along the way there, but um, the power's there. Uh, I feel like the plate discipline's there, and, and and the health. He's he's really responded to everything. We haven't overloaded him too much, but he's bounced back every every day and responded to some back-to-back games and and when we've pushed him deeper in the games he's he's responded well the next day so really excited actually where he is the fans as you know and you probably got asked about it more than anything else this year Aaron was the first base situation with Bird and Voight and uh I get asked about it here still more than any other Yankee question uh when Hicks comes back does one automatically have to go down um I wouldn't say automatically but um, I, I would say there's possibly a chance of that, though, um, which, you know, <clears throat> when we get to that point, uh, you know, maybe it'll be a little more clear. But, it, you know, it, that would be something that would be very difficult because I feel like I'm watching two top first basemen. They both look up good in the box. They both are having those kind of, you know, Luke Voigt looks very much like the hitter he was during the second half. Which was terrific, and Bird has even closed the gap, though, right? Bird looks good. Bird looks like the guy, you know, when we started last season and 
envisioned him hitting third, fourth in our lineup as yep. kind of that breakup. Like, he looks like that guy again. I mean, he's impacting the ball to all fields. Um, you know, he's added weight. He looks stronger and more physical, and you can just tell he's he's in a really good place. And both guys look like front-line first baseman right so now. So both look like major leaguers, but it's hard to keep both of them on your team. Very hard. Correct. Just, you know, with a three-man bench. Right. Um, impossible and, and they yeah, don't yeah. and they don't really fit in a platoon situation no they don't and and, and, you, and you don't pitch hit for anybody right so so it you know if we get to that point you know i guess you know these things do have a way of working itself out and you never know where you're at two three weeks from now when when somebody's getting ready to come back and what other things pop up on a roster so we'll see where we're at then i just know both guys are going to play a lot early, impact us a lot early, but we believe, and, and I feel like both guys are, are ready to roll. Is it fair, Is this a fair thing to say that Void is a regular and Bird's going to get to play a lot early as that extra guy, meaning he could go to first and Void goes to DH, but that Void is kind of a regular and Bird's got to work his way in, or is it more yeah, that yeah, they're I on an even level? I think that's fair at the at the start, okay. I, mean, I, I plan on Luke pretty much playing every day. Gotcha. And, and hitting in that four and slot. And Bird's going to play against against righties. And Bird's going to play a ton too, though. And, right. And yeah, yeah. We're, we'll our you know our kind of ten guys for nine spots. Gotcha. Um, you know, it, it adds up to kind of everyone playing. You know, even the guys that don't play all the time are still probably playing four out of five. And is Bird is is Bird always the first baseman in the scenario no. with Voigt the no. DH or not always? Not always. Not always. Okay. Not always. Okay. Um, so Voigt can play. It's not like Voigt can't play first. You're okay with Voigt no. playing first? Yeah, I feel yeah. like they're 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 pretty close. Okay. And, and I think one of the areas where Luke's really improved over the winter is is we've you know challenged him on his defense and he's he's. I feel like made made a lot of strides, so we feel good about both of them out there. All right, yeah, that's it is a fascinating thing, and, and the fans are very much caught up in this Bird Voight thing. They really are. You know, it, there isn't a lot of places on the Yankees where there's a lot of things to look at. So you know, every, pretty much you got regulars everywhere. So that's yeah. that's one place where everyone is really caught up to see if Bird and Bird had a hit. I mean, let's be honest, he had a hit to prove this, and he did it right. He had a hit in the spring, and he did. Yeah, he he did. He came in ready to go. I, he, the first BP I saw him take actually before um, before you know pitchers and catch or position players reported was over at Himes Field. You know, a few days before pitchers and catchers started, and just you know watching him take BP on the backfield by two swings in, you're like, that's a different guy uh, from where he was last year. Does it does it seem like a long time since you managed the game? Was it a long winter since the end of that Red Sox series? Has it been a long time, yeah. or did it go fast? I think I think it goes fast, and spring went really fast. So um, yeah, I mean, it all kind of just runs together because the off season's a, a season in itself, and and you're just kind of rolling through and. Um, so it's kind of in a way never stopped and, um, you know, all pointing towards, you know, getting ready for Thursday and, and excited to go take it on. All right. Listen, thanks. We'll talk obviously each week. Good to talk to you and, uh, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun season. Absolutely. Thank you for a couple of minutes. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks Mike. Take, take care. care. All right. There you go with Aaron Boone. So for those of you worried about Voight and Bird, there you got it. Okay. B- Voight's a regular Bird will play against righties. Uh, Gaudy's going to play center field virtually every day. Stanton will be in left, and uh, Voight and Bird will both be in the lineup 
uh, against righties, against lefties, uh, it will be LeMayu. LeMayu's going to play also because Tulowitzki plays like every other day. And they're going to play Torres at short. When Tulowitz at short, when Lemayo's playing second, and at second when Lame- when Tulowitzki's playing short, that's the way it will work. And they're going to go back and forth, back and forth with Torres all year. That's the uh, situation. Hicks probably a couple of weeks away. I would say they'll be careful, especially with the weather. And you have the pitching setups of the Yankees. The over on the number is ninety-seven. That's where we are. We'll do some over on this tomorrow. Uh, that's the highest number. I think. I think Houston's might be exactly the same. I'd have to check. It's right. They're very close. It might, it might be like a half uh, game between the two of them. But that's how cl- Red Sox are like ninety-four and a half. Yankees and and uh, Astros like ninety-seven, ninety-seven and a half, right around there. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 